Do you understand the importance and how crucial it is to retrace the steps of your past? As we seek to move forward in healing and moving past hurtful situations and painful situations in our lives, we must do what Lisa is talking about in this week's chapter and what she calls collecting the dots. We must do the hard work of going back and picking up the dots that really inform our current situation that we found ourselves in or the current heart posture that we found ourselves carrying. It's not easy. Um, It can certainly be painful and not but and is absolutely necessary. This is what we're going to be diving into in today's episode as we chat about chapter five of Forgiving What You Can't Forget by Lisa Turkhurst. We get a sneak peek into her own story And through that, we're really helped and encouraged to use her story to write our own. So with that, let's dive in. Are you feeling like it's finally time to break free from trauma and the drama of a past relationship? Do you find yourself searching for scriptures and sermons for ways to heal from past pain and forgive those who gave it? Are you hoping that someday you'll finally have the clarity you need to move on with your life? Well, you have found the right place. In this podcast, you're going to find clarity, sis. You're going to gain confidence. You're going to find new strength. And that's all going to be done through scripture, tips, resources, and coaching so that you can start to live a more fulfilling life. Grab your journal, sis. Let's get to work. All right, so as I mentioned, collecting the dots serves a crucial role in helping us to be aware. And as we unpack more about this in this episode, if you're feeling tugged to collect the dots or even want help in becoming more aware, there are two ways that we can serve you in this area. I have an emotional awareness workshop that's available that assists you in tracing the steps back to your childhood. It's going to help you take note of how these things have impacted you. And then it's going to help you recognize how these things are now playing out in your life currently. You can click the link in the description of this episode to purchase that workshop for $10 or shoot me an email at contact at a radicalrelationship.com with the subject line emotional awareness to have the invoice emailed to you. And then you can probably guess the second way that we're here to serve you in this way. And if you're having trouble figuring that out, I have not been doing a good job. of letting you know what we offer, but it's coaching, of course. So let's get into the episode. All right. In chapter five, Lisa does something really bold. She shares her story with us. And the reason that this is really bold is because, and I know this from personal experience, 
not only might you struggle with what people may think of you as you share your story and you let them into parts of your life that are sacred, right? And that you don't have to share, but you choose to. But you also struggle with the feeling that you're implicating someone else when you start to talk about the role that they played in your story, especially when it's not a favorable role. Um, I think about that all the time, you know, and just the picture that I'm painting of other people and wanting to be sure that I carry my storytelling and my testimony with some grace and some humility um, that doesn't bash others, but that is also honest, right? So I'm grateful to Lisa for sharing this part of her with us, this part of her heart, because I know that it's, it's not easy. There are many parts of her story that I could relate to. And even as I uh, went through this chapter, I thought about a recent conversation that I had with a friend of mine, Daisha Carter. Uh, you're going to be hearing about her story here soon on the podcast. But there's just this theme, this 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 um, this thread of how share, uh, going back and really tracing your steps is so important and so crucial in healing and moving forward. So there were many parts, like I said, of Lisa's story uh, that I could relate to. Uh, my mom also had me at a really young age and at a time in her life where she, where she was still immature. My grandmother also played a huge role in raising me and raising many of my cousins because their moms also had them at young ages. And she talked about that a little bit as she told her mom's story. So I could relate to that. Um, in some ways, my dad was kind of physically present, but not always operating fully in his call as a husband and father. So I could relate to some of the sentiments she shared about um, her father as well. Um, and that's always um, reassuring when you can read a story and you can see right parts of yourself um, and journey with someone in that way towards hope. So let's talk about um, a few things that stood out to me in this chapter. The first thing, the very first thing that I wrote down as I started reading this chapter was humans don't cure heart problems. God does. Mm, thank you, Jesus. Humans don't cure heart problems. God does that. Lisa opened up the chapter by talking about how prior to art, her ex-husband, she closed off her heart to men, but she kind of made an exception with art. She mentioned, you know, just sort of the mindset that she had about men and how they couldn't be trusted and how she wouldn't give up her heart. So while she may have thought, right, that she saw enough in art for him to be trusted, the reality is that he's human. And even if he he hadn't failed her in such a huge way with his infidelity, he still would have disappointed her one way or another. And if not him, somebody was still going to disappoint her one way or another. And she was still going to have to deal with this skewed heart posture that she had developed towards men and maybe towards people in general. 
So here are some things that I'd like to kind of draw out from her story that will hopefully encourage you to draw off of some of these as you consider writing out your own story. One of the first things that she started to talk about was um, her dynamic with her parents. So what was your dynamic with your parents? She talked about her relationship with her mom, which was really good insight, right? But she also talked about her mom's story. And I think that's so important because our parents' story inform how they parented us. And that helps us. It aids in us being able to gain understanding, Knowing our parents' story is part of us collecting the dots because it's history, right? It informs how we got here. I talk about my own relationship with my mom and the role of understanding and helping us navigate conflict in episode 28 of the podcast. If you'd like to go back and check that out and just hear a bit more about uh, my own experience um, in this area. So, Understanding the um, dynamics with your parents and your parents' dynamic and their story, certainly crucial. Uh, The second thing that I wanted to point out is how she mentioned that her mom barely finished being a child herself. And so with that in mind, her mom wasn't fully equipped as she was raising her initially. And maybe many of us can relate to that. Like I said, I can certainly relate to that. My mom got pregnant with me at 15. She had me at 16. So she had a lot of learning to do herself as she was trying to learn how to parent a whole human. And to some extent, that's always going to be true, (laughs) you know, Um, as you become a mom a huge part of it is going to be just figuring it out, right? Regardless, but especially when you become a mom at an, a younger age and a more immature age, that's magnified. She mentioned that her dad wasn't very present in the first couple of years of her life doing due to being deployed. And then later in life, she was sexually abused and she didn't feel protected by her dad and in fact she felt abandoned because he left their family and that's a lot that's a lot jam-packed um absent fathers whether they are absent physically um absent emotionally or absent spiritually that all plays a role and so definitely consider you know what that looked like in your own dynamic And then not only was he absent during crucial years, but then um, when he was at least physically present and was presented with an opportunity to be able to protect her, you know, she's been sexually abused and she's thinking like, man, when my dad comes into the knowledge of this, he's going to write this wrong. And I can only imagine the heartbreak of a little girl, right? Not being rescued by the one man in her life who has the responsibility for protecting her that is just so heartbreaking and I can clearly see how that would inform her view of men and cause her to shut off her heart to men and feel like they can't be trusted and honestly what purpose do you serve (laughs) right I can see I can see that so clearly um and then 
the being sexually abused piece like oof, that in and of itself is enough to just like cause some deep rooted issues that have to be overcome uh being sexually abused is not part of my story but i know that that is the part that's part of a story of so many women and that's a huge thing to acknowledge and to focus on for me, um, when I was doing a lot of healing work around moving on, I had to do some reconciliation around verbal abuse um, that I experienced, but never sexual abuse. But I say that to say that um, consider abuse that you experience in general. If that was physical abuse, if that was sexual abuse, if that was emotional abuse, if that was verbal abuse, um, abuse can, of course, take very different forms for people. Um, and I know sometimes us growing up being raised by black women and especially black women that may have not come from healthy homes themselves. Um, a lot of times they, they do talk crazy to you, right? Because it's all that they know. Um, and being firm like that and being hard hearted is all that they know. And a lot of times it's in an effort to make you better than they were. Honestly, a lot of times they are leading and they were parenting from a place of not just deficiency, but insecurity as they consider what they didn't accomplish in life. And, and that insecurity is now driving how they're parenting because they want so much more for their daughter. They can do it by bringing the hammer down, right? Which can be really destructive to us as the daughters. But again, it's also coming from a certain place with them. So going back to that point around um, tracing your parents' stories as well, that doesn't make it right, but it does help to inform and it does help us to understand um, let's see here. I also wanted to point out, yes, I also wanted to point out that a physical exit doesn't guarantee freedom. And I think that this is really important for us to grasp. On page 68, Lisa says, and I quote, I left that playground for the last time more than 40 years ago. But to this day, I sometimes wonder if the playground has left me. Sometimes we think leaving a situation, a relationship, a marriage is the fix. But honestly, the fix is doing the necessary work on you. Not trying to change the other person. Not trying to force them to see something from your perspective. Because if you don't do your own work, you're going to continue carrying this faulty belief system and these habits with you wherever you go. So imagine that everything that you've experienced, you pack that into this bag with you immediately. The song Bag Lady by Erica Badu comes to mind. Bag Lady, you gonna miss your bus. You can't hurry up because you got too much stuff. Okay, like that bag is weighing you down. <laughs> so imagine, right, that all of your experiences, you're packing them into this bag with you, whether you realize it or not, and you're taking that bag with you on your journey throughout life. 
what's in your bag? Um, and, and, and the reason, yes, thank you, Jesus. The reason that that's so important is specifically the, whether you realize it or not, you're taking the baggage, you're taking the bag you get to decide what's in that bag. Will you choose to unpack and take out the things that truly don't serve you and replace the contents with more healthy things? Or are you just going to continue to drag around the unhealthy things? Because either way, you take in the baggage. But what will you choose to be the baggage? Will you choose for it to be healthy or will you choose for it to be unhealthy? And so with that, I'd like to end by acknowledging how our experiences inform us. And this is based on um, what Lisa writes, starting on page 69 of this chapter. And she writes, um, one, our experiences create our framework of how things should and shouldn't go. Two, our experiences inform what we believe about other people. Three, our experiences inform what we believe about ourselves. Four, our experiences inform what we believe about God. And then lastly, they inform what we believe about forgiveness and what moving forward in a healthy way looks like. So when you think about all the things that our experiences inform, wouldn't you say that our experiences impact us greatly if they inform all of these different things? I'd certainly say so. And that's why we can't be passive about doing the work this week in my weekly email and in the Facebook group, I'm going to be providing some questions to help guide you in writing out your story. And I really want us to press into this. If you're not already tapped in with us on either of those platforms, you'll want to sign up for email, our email, or you'll want to join the Facebook group. You can head over to a radicalrelationship.com backslash community to do either of those. And as you continue on this journey, if you realize you've been trying to do this on your own, but you're starting to really realize that you need more help, we are here to serve you through coaching. You can book a coaching session over at eradicalrelationship.com backslash forgiveness, backslash forgiveness coaching. It truly would be an honor to work with you. Hey, girl, hey. If you enjoyed today's episode, sis, chances are there are other women just like you who would enjoy it too, but they won't know about it unless we actually tell them, okay? So if you don't mind helping me spread the word, will you take 30 seconds to leave a review of the show and then screenshot this episode and share it with your friends wherever you like to hang out? It really would mean so much to me. All right, go and review those journal notes. I'll meet you back here next week for another session.